Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we'll be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, winelands businesses, and other role players. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for our latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to About the Winelands. Today, I'm talking to Carmen Kraus. Carmen is from the Eaton Health Bar in Stellenbosch. Hi, Carmen. Hi. <laughs> oh, welcome to um, About the Winelands. Thanks so much. I'm very excited. So tell me, how are you coping with, how have you coped with this whole lockdown situation? Um, I think in the start, uh, so we, we opened actually three weeks prior to lockdown. So it was, it's a very new venture. Oh and um, <laughs> yeah, so I think, um, to be honest with you, I was kind of thankful when lockdown <laughs> was initially announced. Um, it was a great three weeks, but I don't think a lot of business owners, as soon as they start like a new venture, really get time to, out of that busy time in the start, to really rethink some of their um, products, perhaps, or just some things that they implemented and just do maybe improve it. So I feel, or as soon as lockdown was announced, I was kind of like, okay, great. I have a breather to kind of rethink of the things that we started and maybe how we can even improve it. Um, but it did, did start getting long, <laughs> so we were kind of excited to get back at it, um, and at least now we've opened our doors again, so we improved some of those things that we thought didn't work. Well, that's, that's amazing. So tell me, um, how did you get involved in um, healthy eating, and how, where did the idea for the Eaton Health Bar came from? Yes, um, that's the thing about... Yes, well, that's the thing about it. Um, Eaton or Eaton, it's really, there's no right or wrong way to pronounce it. Um, but um, in terms of healthy eating, so I, um, I was born with a genetic um, lung disease. And since a very young age, my parents really tried to keep me as healthy as possible, um, just in terms of like being active in general, but also with food and really getting nutritious meals um so i think from from a young age i was really um into like good food um i'm actually very into fine dining i wouldn't say eaton is a fine dining place but we are um oh i am very aware of like really producing meals and bowls at at the cafe that are very nutritious and healthy um so that's kind of how I got into healthy eating. Um, yeah. And um, I also see that you, you, your whole concept is very um, environmentally friendly. Where does that come from? Yeah, so we try. I think um, over the last decade, I think most places try to be as eco-friendly as possible because Eaton is a strictly takeaway shop, it did make things a bit harder to be um, being very eco-friendly. I mean, most sit-down places, I mean, it's a glass, it's a plate, it's cutlery that you can reuse. But if you start going into a market where you focus on 
a takeaway kind of setup. It's really important, I think, because I am, I am very environmentally free and environmentally aware and try my best at home even to, you know, recycle um, and use biodegradable soaps, stuff like that. Um, and I kind of wanted to follow through with that concept and idea of, of trying my best to be environmentally friendly into Eaton. Um, so we make use of mostly biodegradable. I say mostly because some of our things, unfortunately, is not um, biodegradable. Some of our stuff is um, biodegradable. Most things are compostable. Um, but as far as we can, we use only biodegradable packaging. Um, so I think just, I mean, being in the environment and um, Salambosch specific, it is an area that's very focused on being biodegradable, um, recycling, doing stuff like that. So it kind of makes it a bit easier as a shop to also just follow those guidelines that the town already adheres to. So you've, you've got a new business and um, um, was it tricky to actually get the right space in Stellenbosch? Because, you know, there's so many businesses and eateries and stuff there. Um, how difficult was yeah. it to get the right space? Yes, well, it was really, honestly, it's, it's um, Salambosch Central, especially. I mean, it's such a prime location. Um, the town itself has so much history. So, of course, like, if a shop opens, like, it almost, like, gets occupied again within a second. Um, so, we actually took three years. Yet wow. <laughs> um, it was a... Was a, a a dream forever but we took three years to actually get the right spot um we had a lot of places that we um had and then kind of last minute with I, there's actually lots of politics um involved but last minute stuff would fall through um so i was so 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 lucky i i, I think i kind of knew the right place would come and all the other places were great, but as soon as this little nook that we got opened, I think it was just meant to be. And I kind of felt very at peace that the right spot arrived at the right time. Um, yeah, so I'm very happy with the space and it's beautiful. Um, but now, especially after lockdown, I mean, it's tough seeing like places that have been there for 16, 17 years are suddenly closing and business are, businesses are really struggling. Um, but I'm kind of excited to see the way Salambosch as a town is going to change um, just because of all the new shops that are going to um, occupy those open um, lots. So I'm, I'm very excited. But yes, it is, it's very tough getting a space in Salambosch. <laughs> I can believe so. Tell me, um, um, it's sad that some businesses have to change. Where exactly are you guys? Okay, so um, to explain, it's um, in Church Street. So the church. Mm -hmm. Oh, the street leading up to the church you get all the cute little shops on the sides but we are in um the, the devet square which is a, a cute little courtyard it's very french like uh, or it feels like you're in like italy or somewhere in france um and we are situated in like quite a nice square with nice shops Kauai is also there which is mm -hmm. also a great franchise and then we have very boutique um, clothing shops and then we are like in the corner so um, I think most locals know where Kauai is so usually I would just explain it as we're in the same same square um, yes but it's in Church Street so basically it's just a little courtyard off it okay I know exactly where it is so um, 
<laughs> when, a, when a visitor come to Ethan, what can they expect to experience there? Okay, well, first of all, um, lo- of course, lockdown has influenced this, but, but that's, the square is actually very um, busy and there's so many offices in the area. So during a normal weekday, the courtyard is very busy, so it's very buzzing and it's, very, it's a great environment. Um, so because we focus on takeaways, um, I must say it's quite of an a in-and-out situation. Um, people love getting like service and having quick service. So I think that's one thing people can expect is that we're very good with our service and we're very quick. And because all our meals are made daily and pre-made, so basically we have a massive fridge and it's stocked with fresh food and drinks and smoothies and things where you can literally just pick something, pay for it and go. Um, we do offer seating for people that do want to sit with their bowl after paying for it. Um, but the idea is that you can take your bowl, go back to the office um, and still know that you're getting a great nutritious meal that's actually filling at the same time. I think lots of the time um, when you buy something takeaway, you end up wanting something after that as well because you are not full, um, which is something else with, with our store because we really try and and make sure that our amount of calories in our bowls is is a good amount and nutritious for for a meal. Okay, great. Um, do you actually? Um, um, I mean, you, like you rightly said, there's a lot of offices around. Did you deliver to some of them? Can they yes. phone in and get delivery? Okay, so that's interesting. Yes. So, so <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, that was actually one of our um, first things that we wanted to do is get discounts especially for lots of the office um, places in the area. So we do have that. Um, at the moment, we don't deliver, but we started for the first time in lockdown doing deliveries um, for like office buildings and people that were open. Um, but I think the first step that we took in doing those deliveries was going on Uber Eats, which is the obvious um, kind of choice to do because most people are on Uber Eats. Um, but yes, we actually have a WhatsApp line that people can order. Um, I just don't think because we are such a new business, it's something that people don't know yet. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that really does improve over the next few months. Well, hopefully those offices, some of those offices, I suppose a lot of people working from home, but a lot of them will open again, hopefully shortly. So that should give you some, yes. some business, you know, during lunchtime at least. So, you know, your, your, yes. food is, your food is quite trendy. So um, I was wondering, you know, your typical Thanks. customer, um, uh, what is the demographic of your typical customer? Um, so like I said, obviously our in and out customers, which are from offices in the area. Um, but we actually, our demographic at the moment is mostly women. And I think the reason for that is because of the aesthetic of the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did put a lot of effort into making it a beautiful space. It might be a bit too female for some people. My husband thinks it's much too much, much too female. <laughs> he thinks we need to man it up a bit. Um, but I think um, your typical person that loves being on Instagram and um, on social media platforms and posting about things, um, social media is very important. I think in this day and age, the, Um, I actually heard a quote the other day that word of mouth is social media (laughs) and um, there's not something like word of mouth almost anymore. It's, it's, 
if you if you have a presence on social media you'll do well so um i think making sure that our image that we put out there is actually um the same as what we offer that we have good looking meals um that that people want to take photos of um and i think that's also a great way for having a very cheap marketing strategy um and not putting a lot of money into marketing because we make sure that our our, our image is so kind of attractive that people do the marketing for us well, I, I mean your social media platform looks beautiful so i can see that that is working for you how are you finding it, it is, is it growing a lot um, uh, um you know social media is it growing the way you want it to grow um i guess i think looking at like a timeline and a graph of what i was expecting it's a, definitely a little bit lower because we weren't expecting to have that big pause um when lockdown happened um but i also think i'm quite happy with the way it's it's moving um i also think as we bring in new products because we try and change our menu very often um i mean a person that works in office buildings right next door don't want to come in every day and see the same meals so that's another thing we'll keep favorites and change it up very often um but i kind of forgot what the question was now <laughs> what am i uh, i was i was um, just wondering if your <laughs> if your social media is growing at the speed that you would um you you would oh, yes. no, so i'm i'm pretty happy with it um yeah no i'm happy so um what about students are they um and do they come to your shop okay well obviously now once again with lockdown the university is actually closed yeah that's um, true right <clears throat> yes but i do think um with lots of shops how sad it is with lots of shops shops closing um students are going to be coming into town way more often than what they used to um because lots of shops and coffee shops close to campus closed so i think um i think we have a great i personally think our prices are fantastic and it's really really not um expensive it is a place that you can buy food every day um and not have like a massive dent in your pocket at the end of the month um so i think our prices are good for students at the moment i mean we've seen like very young people um we started seeing scholars again in the shop because schools are kind of open now um but yeah that's something i'll have to <laughs> comment on in the future um when we've been running for a few months but um yes yeah, so at the moment i think we have a market for students but if we see them we don't really <laughs> so so your shop looks like you know um there's a lot of these type of shops in london and and big cities and also yes. it looks a lot like you know old food stuff like food where do you get your ideas yes. for 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 this um so i think one of my ideas was i absolutely love woolworths and their um takeaway ready made meal section i think um i think they they set a great benchmark for most food shops um just about they are often change up their menu and implement new stuff um and keep it very exciting so i think um locally that would be the benchmark that i'm setting for myself as a shop um just with with bigger meals <laughs> more mm -hmm. nutritious ones but then i think um internationally um 
I'm sorry, I don't know exactly how to pronounce this, but, but it's, it's called Pretty Manger. Um, mm-hmm. It's French, but that's a shop and they also focus on daily meals and doing takeaways and healthy food. Um, so I think that was, that was one of the shops that I researched a lot. Um, yeah. So, so Pretty's in London and, um, you know, they started as a sandwich shop and they recently redesigned all yes. the shops. So, you know, um, I can, and then your concept, I can see that it will work. Do you, do you have sandwiches as yes. well in your, in your shop? I didn't, um, can't remember. So, your so, we don't, so we don't offer sandwiches, but at the moment, because it's winter, we do have like nice slices of sourdough and rye that you can have with soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that I've been considering. I mean, not all bread is bad for you, not all yeah. carbs. So, um, <laughs> but it's definitely something I'm looking at. Um, but at the moment, our bowls are really our main focus, but um, I'm not opposed to having sandwiches. I think it's, it's a great treat for anyone. <laughs> so um, the other thing that I'm interested in is, I mean, you're so into healthy eating. Where, where does your um, ingredients come from? Do you source locally or do you just buy the shops? How do you, how do you manage that? Yes, so we source locally. Um, most of our service providers are in the wholesale industry um, and provide to shops actually in, in the area as well. Um, so I think also being like, like conscious of the environment, it's much better to buy bigger amounts as well of like vegetables and fruits, which we use a lot um, and getting them raw and in big quantities and not packaged in plastic containers and bags that have to be reopened and having to then order very often. So we can kind of do it just weekly, which is also great. Um, Yeah, so we only source locally all of our stuff. Um, Our meats and things are also from local people. I can name one who's Ryan Boone. Um, he's just around the corner. So, yes, we try and support our local um, service providers as much as we can. Okay, interesting. So, I mean, I can only see, unfortunately, I haven't been to your shop and now that it's locked <laughs> okay. you know, it is, new. it's a bit difficult. And, and like I said, it's new, but it looks like quite a unique concept if I just look at the menu and I can get a feel from, from Instagram what your shop looks like. So, um, do you have any plans to expand your, your concept? Well, well, honestly, this has really been a dream since I was very young. And people say that, but this is really the honest truth. It's really been a dream forever. And my dream was never having like a massive restaurant and just pushing out like numbers. That's really not what it was about. It was keeping it small and authentic and really like focusing on each bowl that goes out that there's like love in that um so that's always been my dream so actually i'm not planning to expand um but if there was one thing that i would expand on that would be my coffee brand so we roast our own coffee okay um and our coffee is called yawn um so we only sell it in our shop at the moment but we we would perhaps consider starting to sell it in like um stores like you know like spa and checkers and other places and maybe getting other coffee shops who don't roast their own coffee to start using our coffee because it is a local Stellenbosch brand. Um, so that's maybe the only thing I would want to expand on, but I love my shop and the size of my shop. Um, it just keeps it small um, yeah, and really authentic, like I said. Well, it's really interesting having a coffee brand um, and, and that's really something that can expand. So you're talking about, we are your husband with you in the business or it's, are you alone? Um, how, does, how do you operate? Um, 
so a coffee shop was never my husband's um, dream. <laughs> but I guess as soon as you get married, it's kind of one one in the same. So it, it needs to become his dream. Um, so at the moment, I mean, it is just me, but um, he's very much involved um, mm-hmm. and helping me out where I can. But um, yeah, so it's kind of like a one-man show. It's just me. And then obviously my two staff members. Um, but we are very small. And I think I like that. It's 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 we have great personal relationships and my staff love the shop just as much as I do. Um, but when it comes to financials, I must say, <laughs> I really, I really appreciate my husband in that aspect, <laughs> making sure we are making money as well. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, it seems like you're very design oriented. Do you do all your social media posts and stuff yourself? I do. Um, I think as a business, um, it's not, I did actually study post-grad, I did marketing and social media, um, just, to, uh-huh. just to kind of make sure that I also like knew what I was doing. And when I, I mean, I knew I wanted to have a coffee shop. Um, so, so doing social media and social media marketing was something that I, I wanted to learn um, and to do. But I also think when there's so much aspects of a cafe to manage I think possibly considering to get someone to do my social media and not me doing it myself um wouldn't be such a bad idea um but at the moment it's yeah it's I'm doing everything <laughs> well I mean it looks amazing so you know um, um keep keep that up because that, that I think that will really really work over time um just something else you mentioned the lockdown Thanks. and you know the coronavirus Basically, that's forced all of us to rethink our business models. Now, your business model is still young, yes. but <laughs> did the lockdown or, and, and yeah. what happened, um, you know, make you think of any changes or new things that you should be doing? Yes, well, like, yes, so like we, when we spoke earlier about um, deliveries and things, I think that really made me realize that um, people, are, people aren't lazy, but people don't have time. Like, going out and looking for a meal, it, it is very time consuming. So I think um, that is definitely something that I'm considering to really like expand on um, and doing like a range that is strictly for delivery. Um, so that's really something I need to start doing very soon. Um, but because at the same time, I think with, with the whole COVID-19 thing, um, I, do, I don't think, honestly, that it's going to be something that passes very soon. So I think every business, um, especially restaurants, should be considering like long-term things that they are going to do to make their business stand out um, and continue making a profit at the same time. Um, but yeah, so I think our meals being takeaway already makes it very easy um, to just make sure that we have an option for delivery. Okay. That's awesome. So, Carmen, are you short? Your business journey so far has been short, but you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, what's the most important thing that you've learned? Um, I think making sure that you use different people with different expert, expertise um, and not trying to do everything by yourself. Um, I think it's so easy, especially having a small shop, thinking that you can't do everything that you can be the chef and you can be the barista and you can be the cashier and you can be the designer and everything um and that's not possible that's why people 
that's why in this day, there's so many different um, occupations that you can go study for or train yourself in. So I think what, what I feel I've done right is making use of people that have certain expertise. Um, and then all of that just ties together so well to make a business successful. Um, so you don't have to focus on every small thing um, and you letting someone else focus on that one thing that you can't. Oh, interesting. So, you know, we are in the Winelands. So first question <laughs> that I have to ask you is, um, are you a wine lover? You're actually going to laugh, but I barely drink wine, but mm. my family makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have a family and my dad has a whole collection that you can walk through and it's going to take you days maybe to get through every bottle. But um, my family makes up for it and I do know some things about wine, so I don't feel completely out of it. Um, but I just, I just never loved wine from, from starting, so I didn't really drink at all. So, um, but like I said, my family makes up for it, so I don't feel guilty. <laughs> it's never too late to start, you know. I know that's that's what they say. I mean, we we lived in um, in Gauteng province, um, and my parents were both forty two when we moved down, and they only developed a love for wine then. So I think I have a few more years left that I can so can, you, can start. There, there you go. Well, the thing is, the winelands are more than just wine, right? I mean, that's why we try to to talk to different businesses as well because the yes. whole the whole I mean, Stellenbosch and, and the whole area is really you know the whole economy is is there's lots of local economy, but a big, big thing is tourism and, and the wine industry. So, yes. you know, it, it is important to, to uh, important industry in the area. So um, on that note, yes. do, yeah, do you know any wine quotes? Well, I have my own one. Yeah, we are. Wine is never, yes, I have my own one. <laughs> wine is only as good as the food you pair it with. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. So that, that's actually a very good quote. So 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 very nice one. So tell me about your your vision here. What, what, what where do you see yourself here in Stellenbosch in the next next few years? What what are you guys planning? Um. Well, I think. Um. I mean, the courtyard that we're in is so nice. Um. But like I said, I really want to get more coffee out there. Um. And then. Yeah, I, I think Stellenbosch as a whole is just, it's just so historical um, and rich in that aspect that um, a business, that, you don't really need to do much to attract your clientele. There's always people roaming around and tourists and stuff. So I see myself as being a successful business owner in the next few years. Um, yes, but this is definitely a long-term plan and um Yes, so I'm going to continue doing what I do and um, just keeping it fresh always. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so um, in terms of, of how do people get um, hold of you guys if they want to order something or, or they want to know how do they, how do they get, get hold of you? Yes. So we have a website where people can order online um, and then we also have Uber Eats and then as a, another resort, which is sometimes easier for people, um, it's just using WhatsApp, where we have a WhatsApp number that people can just literally WhatsApp the, WhatsApp the order um, and then pay via EFT, which is just easy because we invoice them. Um, some people always um, 
I say now always, some people pay cash as well, which isn't, which isn't um, a problem as we deliver. Then people can pay cash. Um, yeah, so we try and keep it as easy as possible for people. So can people also order and collect? Yes, that's also something I, I should have probably mentioned that, order and pick up. Um, so we have a few people that place the orders like two or three days before and say, listen, we want these few bowls. Um, actually, I've also made like a family style bowl um, mm -hmm. with, where it's like a bigger portion that serves like four or five people. Um, so that's also something that I've done before. Um, so then people literally come into the shop, they've already EFT'd me, so they just pick up and the order is ready for them. Okay, that's awesome. So, um, thank you very much for, for spending the time with us. And um, I'll put the links to Thanks so much. I'll put the links to your website and to your Instagram and everything down okay. in the description. So, um, people can get Thanks. hold of you. And um, yeah, I appreciate that you took the time to speak to us. I think our listeners will find this interesting. And definitely, Thanks. Um, I mean, I, I would definitely say to them to at least go try your food once because. Um, I can say from, I mean, const, I haven't eaten it, but I can tell you from, from what I've seen on Instagram, it, yeah. looks, it looks really delicious. And, you know, so <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you for spending the time. Thanks, I really appreciate it. Thank you for supporting our show. If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description.